Hi, I'm Sonia J. Killebrew, and this is Black America and COVID. I'm a Black American, I'm an educator, and I'm a writer. When the COVID-19 pandemic started in 2020 in the United States, or arrived in the United States, I kept hearing on the news that Black Americans were disproportionately affected by the virus. In 2020 and 2021, I attended no less than eight funerals on Zoom with my mother, who's a Jamaican-American and a Black American. I wanted to put names and stories to the Black Americans whose lives were lost to COVID-19 or who survived COVID-19 or to hear any Black Americans experience during the pandemic and how they felt about staying at home, wearing a mask, or even getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Today, I have a special treat for you. One of my classmates from my MFA program at City College, I have an MFA in creative writing, I have a master's degree in education, I also have a bachelor's degree from Smith College in Spanish literature. One of my classmates from my MFA program is interviewing me about my experience during the pandemic. Her name is Leah, and I'm really excited for you to hear some of my story. And I'm honored that Leah is interviewing me. So without further ado, this is Black America and COVID. So you're going to ask me for questions, so that'll like guide it. Okay, so I won't stress. I'll just, I'll just answer your The questions, questions are going to be, you, you'll see. And also, these questions are basically something that I'm asking generally, but you can get as intimate and personal as you feel, because I don't want to pressure anyone to say anything that they, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not looking, there's no agenda, basically. I'm not looking for something to fish out. So let's talk about, well, particularly with your case, I want to talk about um, you started Black America during COVID. Can you talk about more about what that is? Yes. Okay. So was it a week ago, I've been thinking about starting an oral history project where I interview Black Americans and how they're affected by COVID since 2020, because on the news they kept saying that the Black community... And also the Latin American community was disproportionately affected by COVID. Um, and so I kept thinking about like, well, what is what does that mean? And then I was, at the time I was living with my mom in Queens and a lot of her, her peers, my mom's retired and a lot of her peers who are African-American or black or Jamaican immigrants were passing. And she asked me to set up Zoom on her computer. And then I was, basically helping her log in. So I was like, well, I will attend the funeral. I'm not going to log in and walk away. And so 
so we went to eight or nine funerals in 2020. And then in 2021, um, a cousin passed away, also older. And I remember meeting up with my friends. Most of my friends um, are not black American. Um, and I remember telling them about funerals and just funny stories about trying to help my mom log in and explain, like, no, they can't see us. And my friends are like, oh, they didn't go to any Zoom funerals, and they didn't know anyone who had passed. And I was, and I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I assumed that everyone was going to eight funerals at least. And so once I realized that um, my friends were not um, basically like white American or Asian American, none of them knew anyone who had passed, but my um, African American friends, a lot of my neighbors in Queens knew several, people have passed, I realized that, oh yes, this is affecting the black community. And so I thought about interviewing people, but I was too scared, you know, because I'm like, who am I? You know, I'm just a teacher. And then this year, um, I, mean, I was talking to friends about it, and I thought, like, I really want to know who the people are, and I want to memorialize them. Yes. And I listened to the New York Times Daily Podcast, and they have started interviewing Americans affected by COVID. And I thought, okay, you know what? They're doing it. Let me have some courage. And because I want to know, I want to know who are the people, who are the, and specifically black Americans. Because you know black Americans can identify as African-American, Jamaican-American, Haitian-American, um, it's, just, it's a very diverse community. There's the immigrants, and then there are recent Africans coming over. Um, so that's why I decided to start the project. That's amazing, and that's basically what we're all doing uh, with this project as well, and that's why we're participating, because aside from wanting to know who these people are that we've lost uh, as a community, we all, I mean, for me, I can only speak for me. I want to know, yeah, I live in the building, for example, with so, so, such diverse building in my, in, in Inwood here. And I've lived here for seven years. And yeah, I know some of the neighbors and yeah, we talk. But during COVID, it was like, there was no communication. And I don't really know, like, I mean, some people I know what their experiences were like. And they were sick and people did die. And I actually worked for... Um, I, my, my main job is working at a synagogue. And so the rabbi that I work for had to attend all those funerals. I am literally in the same boat as you. I had to attend funerals of people I didn't even know. And I wrote a story about it actually for my, one of my fiction classes when I was still taking a fiction workshop. It wasn't fiction, but I wrote it as fiction about the fact that I was like this, this ghost in funeral at funerals. Mm -hmm. And I cried at every funeral mm -hmm. and it was so emotional. And I felt very, I felt like I was invading their space. But at the same time, there was like this reciproc reciproc reciprocation of some kind, which I didn't understand because it helped me deal with my own um, grief and because I lost my parents before COVID, but I lost my parents and it's something that is, that my grief is coming De like delayed and in different spurts at different yeah. times like my writing has been a lot about grief so it's coming out in those in those spaces and so even with COVID I didn't even acknowledge my own experience with COVID till I started going to these to this project and wow. going to workshops because I haven't had time to process what COVID has done to me I've been busy with my kids 
I've been busy making sure they're not depressed, making sure that they don't have become antisocial, making sure that they don't form phobias about going outside and being, you know, with people, making sure that they, you know, still can function as children, you know, because all those things were really things that we faced as, as parents and I'm sure as educators, for sure. Thank you for listening to the first part of my conversation with Leia as we talk about why did I start my podcast. Um, it's also really hard for me to listen to myself, so uh, I don't know how people do it. Thank you everyone for listening, and stay tuned for part two of why I started my podcast and my interview with my classmate. Leia from our MFA program at City College of New York. Thank you again. My name is Sonia J. Killebrew, and this is Black America and COVID. <laughs>